ladies, thank you for tuning in. You know what, who we are and what we're doing. This is Good Morning Ladies with Candy Bryan. We are encouraging women worldwide. And I'm so excited that you tune in today because we have a treat. Well, we always have a treat. I always say that every guest is a gift from God. But today, today, you do have a special treat. We have Minister Shelly Fanfan, and she is going to, I believe this is what I've been praying for and asking for, direction for get, getting us to victory. What are the steps? And yes. I just going to knock your socks off, ladies. Say hello, Minister Shelly. Hello, everyone. I am so excited. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. Well, you know, it's, it is it is just an honor to um, be able to talk to someone who actually is uh, not only knowledgeable of God's word and how to minister, but also you have the clinical side. So I'm just going to turn it over to you for a few moments. If you could just kind of tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do and even in your practice. Okay. Well, my name is Minister Shelley Fanfan. I currently serve at Redeeming Word Christian Center International under Apostle Ed and Yvette Brinson and Pastors Janine and Langston DuPont. I am also, like you said, a Florida State licensed psychotherapist. I am one of the two owners of Harmony Mental Health and Behavioral Services, where I serve as the Chief Executive Officer and the Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services Director. We have an outpatient facility in Orlando. We have another outpatient facility in Sanford. We started in a little garage in 2005, and God has just definitely blessed us and expanded us beyond what we could ever imagine, beyond our comfort level. I am a change agent. I do motivational speaking, empowerment speaking, organizational development, all of the above. God has just equipped me to um, bring heaven's reality into the world, into the earth as we know it. So that's what I do. I love pizza. I eat a lot. I have great children. I'm full of energy. I love to dance. I, 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 can, I can go on and on. So just, I'll just stop right there. Well, you know what? I'm just sitting here and I'm like, oh my goodness, she's just going to be such a blessing to these ladies because, you know, you just, um, you hit on so many things. And so I don't want to talk too much because I want you to to be able to share your heart. So I do have a few questions for you. um, And you know, I, I just want to pray us in and let's open up in prayer and then let's just have this conversation because ladies are waiting to unlock, right. unlock those, the, use those keys to unlock freedom. Amen. Father, I thank you. I thank you for your word, God. I thank you for your love. We invite the Holy Spirit now. Holy Spirit, have your way on this podcast. This is yours. God, we give this to you. And we thank you for the ladies that are tuning in, that will be refreshed, renewed, that will be encouraged. And more than anything, more than anything, God, we want to see these women walking in freedom. I want to walk in freedom. So bless our time and bless Minister Shelley as she shares. We thank you, God. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 So we're going to jump into some of the um, the keys that you touched on right before um, I started recording this with you. But I want to back up a little bit. And so it sounds like you have a passion for life, but you also have a passion for women and people because that's what you do every day. Tell me, where, where did this journey begin? Why did you want to become a therapist? I get that question a lot, and I really don't have an answer. It was in me. One of the things that I tell um, people who come, um, you know, therapists that come to interview for placement at my facility is 
I want them to tell me what's authentic, what's unique, what's natural, what's that innate ability that you have. And the reason why I'm so big on that is because it was always in me. I used to have dreams of standing in front of a group of women with a microphone before I even understood what that was. Mm. I used to have dreams of sitting in an office, like me in a chair and like four other people on the other side. Little did I know that I was envisioning myself counseling families and couples and married couples and women and just empowerment. And I would have these dreams as a little girl. My mother can never keep me from, you know, from stop talking. I would always I always had something to say, <laughs> always wanted to help. You know, they're just passing by homeless people and I want to stop and talk. And what's your name and what do you like? It, it was always in me. So it, I was just naturally drawn to this helping field. And God really opened ways with scholarships for school and things of that nature. And, and here I am. I would have never, ever imagined in a million years that I would be a business owner. I just wanted to be a change agent. I wanted to be a therapist. I wanted to help people. I wanted to impact people. That's all I ever wanted to do. And that's what drew me to this field. And when I became licensed and really started to learn that there was so much red tape and so much politics involved mm-hmm. in helping people. I couldn't do it anymore. And so I took a very healthy emotion. Yes, I said it. Anger can be a very healthy emotion when it's channeled correctly. Mm-hmm. I took my anger and I said, you know what? I'm going to call out well today. Not call out sick, hmm. call out well. And I left my nine to five and I started Harmony with my business partner who was my best friend, my girlfriend. And we have believed God every single step of the way. Oh my goodness. Well, first of all, your energy, your spirit, your joy is contagious. And I'm so happy you stepped into the call. We all are that you are functioning in your purpose. And um, I want to take one more step. Um, and I'm going to skip around in my questions because I think a lot of times when um, we do the podcast, we want to talk a little bit about personal experience. And one of the questions that I that I sent to you was, you know, uh, what's your experience in this area? What we decided to do on this podcast for 90 days is this is a 90 day journey towards freedom and healing and wholeness. And, you know, we, we had a little fun with it. We said, we're getting on a road trip. We're all in the car together. So now we're all listening to you, Minister <laughs> Ellie. And in this car, on this road trip, we're going to be sharing some, you know, some, some real things that we've all gone through. Have you ever had experience with fear and anxiety yourself? Of course, every day. Every single day, you know, I'm in a position where I have to have the answer. I have 30 plus people that look up to me for answers and all of them have about 20 plus people that look to them to know the answer. And they come to me like help. You know, I run a practice. I'm dealing with real life issues. I'm dealing with women that were raped. I'm dealing with uh, people that want to kill themselves. I got a call on the way to work this morning, a woman who swallowed a bottle of pills. You know, we have to deal with, you know, making really serious business decisions that affect people. You know, they have mouths to feed. They have families to feed. And this is my everyday experience. 
I am a divorced woman. I have two children that I am raising. I have an amazing ex-husband, an amazing provider, but he is not physically here. I am here and I have their lives that I have to guide and I have to be healthy for them. I have a parent that needs me, my father who has Parkinson's. So listen, Mm. people come to me and they need guidance. They want breakthrough. They want to overcome fear. They want to come anxiety. They want to overcome the voices in their head. They want to overcome a horrible relationship. People who are trying to break through from domestically violent. I mean, I could go on and on. And even though God calls me to lead in this, in this area, I experience what I am in a position to lead Mm -hmm. women out of. Every day. So, yes. Have I experienced fear? Every day. Have I experienced anxiety? Every day. Am I bound by them? Absolutely not. That is so good. So, okay, now I'm really anxious. I just, I I want to unpack this and I just want you to go for it. Take your liberty. So at the end of the day, when ladies tune into this podcast, we want to give them practical steps towards healing. And I think that is where God has you and you are um, just doing an amazing job for the kingdom. So why don't you speak to that? Take your liberty. And if we need to, we will have you back. I think you'd like to come back. I don't know. (laughs) Hopefully you will. I don't even know where to I don't know where to start. So you're going to have to cut me off or um, I'm going to try to do this as fast as I can. Um, I want to start with what what changed my life. I was in seminary school and at at the worst time of my life, like I, I felt like it was just like, what am I doing here? But, you know, I was just following God's lead. I was in seminary school and we were studying Revelation. And we got to Revelation 21.8 when it was talking about the lake of fire and how people would be cast into the lake of fire in groups. Mm. And that the first group to be cast into the lake of fire wasn't the murderers. It wasn't the sexually immoral. It wasn't the non-believers. It was the fearful. Mm. The first group. (laughs) Oh, that changed my life. It really did, because I knew at that point that I had a responsibility to overcome it. Now, we all have that responsibility because one of the things that I get really frustrated about the this kingdom, you know, mindset that people don't really grasp. Like we have the responsibility to bring heaven's reality into the earth. That is what kingdom citizenship yes. is about. And so we have to work the word. We got to work the word. Yes. And so, you know, one of the things I have dealt with pedophiles, I, tra- I treated a three-year-old that was sodomized by another three-year-old. And when people tell me, what do you, like, what are your major challenges as a therapist? My major challenges is when I have a kingdom-minded person across from me that is bound mm-hmm. because that's a decision. First, we have to remember that fear is natural. It's an emotion. You know, sometimes we talk about it like it's so wrong. And so you have people who are experiencing fear and anxiety, and already they think there's something wrong with their spiritual walk. No. You know, fear is a very primitive emotion that caused our ancestors to live and survive. And so, you know, when people talk about, well, we, don't, we weren't born with the spirit of fear, we weren't created with the spirit of fear, that is absolutely true. Spirit is defined as a driving force that's within us. It gives life, it gives strength, it gives power, it gives 
fortitude. And so when we think about we weren't given the spirit of fear, that means that we weren't born with the driving, with fear being our driving force, but it's still an emotion. It's an emotion. I mean, fear has caused me to tell people, you know what? I really don't want to go out tonight. I'm not feeling too good about it. And the next thing you know, you hear a tragedy hit. You know, fear could be a very um, healthy emotion. The issue is when fear and anxiety keeps us bound. Mm. That's the issue when it keeps us flowing in purpose, when it, when it keeps us in a place where we're not operating in faith. But, you know, oh boy, understanding that, and understanding when it is normal and and when it is healthy and when it is not healthy is very important because I don't know how many times I get women that come in and feel that there's something wrong with their spiritual walk because they experience this. Mm. Fear is an emotional response to the unknown, point blank. Wow. It is an emotional response to the unknown. And it could also be a manifestation of a mental health challenge, something that we really don't talk about in our community, right? right. But um, understanding that it's an emotional response to the unknown. And so what do we do? Like, how do we overcome fear? How do we overcome anxiety? We understand that we weren't created with the spirit of fear. We understand that it keeps us bound. We understand that it keeps us from walking and operating in purpose. We get that. That's why we have this 90 day road challenge. We're all up in this car and mm-hmm. we want to break through together, right? So just some things, some keys to take away. Anytime we are preparing for breakthrough or wanting breakthrough, we have to prepare ourselves. We should never wake up in the morning and just start jogging. We There's preparation for that. There's preparation for any battle. We don't just go into battle. We have to prepare for it, right? So when you make a decision that this is going to be my season of breakthrough, it's not going to be just another 90-day, another cliche, whatever. You know, we have women that are obese and fat over words that they have gotten from the millions of women's conferences that they have gone to. I call it spiritual obesity. Yes. Because you're getting all this word (laughs) that you're not walking. You're not walking the word. You're not working the word. So we have to make sure that we prepare our minds and we have to just be comfortable with being uncomfortable. And, And literally, it's a preparation before the battle. When I have people come in and they say that they want to change and they want breakthrough, I just had this conversation with a spiritual brother of mine. I say to them, you see that watch that you have? You, where do you wear that watch? On your right hand? Okay. I want you to wear that watch on your left wrist for the next week. And when you come back, you tell me how it was. And they come back and they say, you know what? I did it for the first two or three days and then I just went right back to, well, then let come back when you're ready for therapy. Because breakthrough is about being comfortable and being accepting of being uncomfortable. Because this fight over fear, honey, it's tough and it's not easy. So we have to prepare our minds for the battle. We have to make sure that we bring it to into awareness because we cannot overcome what's not in our consciousness. I can say, I'm not going to curse. I'm going to go on this 40 day, no bad language, no foul language. But the moment I go into auto zone, it's like waka flaka. 
Mm-hmm. And you, you, know, you have to keep that thing in the forefront of your mind. I'm not going to eat meat, but when I go into AutoZone, I go into Subway, and the first thing I'm asking for is a roast beef. You know, you got to keep what you want and what you're doing at the forefront of your mind. So how do we bring it to awareness and keep it there? Number one, you have to write down every single fear. Write it down. Every single fear, even the ones that you think are small. I have a fear of dogs. I fear being alone. I fear dying. I fear drowning. You write till you can't write no more. I don't want people to think that this is something that has to be done within, you know, one day. Mm -hmm. Give it yourself a whole week. Just writing them down when it comes to mind. Write down every fear. And then after you get the whole list, you got a whole week that's gone by and you can't think of anything else. You're now going to go to each thing that you wrote and, and, and determine in your mind, is this rational or irrational? Is this fear rational or irrational? And, and this is just based on what people feel. And it's kind of hard to say your fear is irrational if you have it, but you're still going to do it anyway. Then you have to try your best to understand where it comes from. Where does this fear come from? Did I learn it? Did I see it? Was my mom a worry wart? My dad was a worry wart? Like, where does this, did I see it because I watched my mom get beat for like her entire marriage? So now I don't want to get married. Where does it come from? And with prayer and with meditation, God will reveal that to you. And I will give more, more information on how to determine where it comes from. Right now, that's the next thing on the list. And I will get into that at a a later time. Mm -hmm. But understanding where it comes from. I don't like dogs. People, my friends tell me all the time, you are an animal hater. I'm not. I just fear dogs. I grew up with a dog. Our dog was chained in the backyard. None of us were allowed to feed the dog, go next to the dog. We fed the dog peppers. We He, he bit the pinky off of my uncle's hand. So that has caused this fear of oh. dogs. I understand where that fear comes from. I understand where that fear of marriage comes from. I watched my father be unfaithful to my mom the entire marriage and it just be accepted in our Haitian culture that it was just, this is what it is. I understand where it comes from. So, cause if I could understand where it comes from, I have control to reframe it and rebuke it to keep me yes. free. Then, so when you, when you go through the list and you write down where it comes from, the next thing is a declaration. I have no fear. So next to my fear of dogs, I will say animals are loving and they are a God's creation. Some type of declaration that opposes your fear. You would literally write that declaration next to each and every fear on your list. The next thing is going to be, what does God say about it? So next to that declaration, you're going to want to put a scripture there, something that you're going to be able to declare over your life. I've heard past podcasts when people are talking about the importance of washing our minds with the word. The word washes. The word washes. The word works. And so what does God say about that fear? And this is is very important that literally on this list, you're writing what God says about it. We have to understand that we need exposure to that thing that we fear. Mm. That's the next step. And it's tough. You need exposure. So for each fear, you're going to write down what you have to just one step that you have to take to overcome it. Mm. Just one step. Just one step, because this whole entire process is taking step by step by step. Just one step you have to do to overcome it. And then the next step is to build your support system. 
Why am I going to consult with another person who hates men and she's on this women's empowerment? I don't need a man tip. How am I going to align with her with my fear of marriage? Does that wow. make any sense? Wow, wow. Yes. The the person that you are the person that you are recruiting for your support has to be someone that has either overcome or has confidence in what you fear. You fear building a business and you align with a business owner who takes risks and got rich off of taking risks. Mm-hmm. Period. So you align yourself with supporters that directly oppose what you fear. And then the next step is your accountability partners. Because the people that you recruit for support may not be believers. We got to stop thinking that we always have to align with other kingdom believers. That is not true. (laughs) That is not true. Come on now. (laughs) So you need to align with that thirsty business, whatever. Learn. And grow and bring it back to the kingdom. Yes. Learn, grow, bring it back to the kingdom. So you are aligning with them because they directly oppose your fear, but this is not who you're going to align as your accountability partnerships. You got to bring it back to a kingdom citizen who's going to hold you accountable for what you are trying to overcome. Love it. I love it. I have a mentor. Her name is Colleen Otero, one of the many that I have. And she always says, your breakthrough is on the other side of what you don't know. Oh, it's my goodness. So You're powerful. Say that again. <laughs> <laughs> she always says that your breakthrough is on the other side of something you don't know. Support, accountability. That's what I'm talking about, Candida. I mean, like, it's just, it's so much more than shouting about it. And that you got to work the word. Yes. Fear was crucified already. We have the power over it. Yes, they're natural emotions. I talked about it at the beginning, but we do not have to be bound. That's a choice. It's a choice. Because there's help. (laughs) There's therapy. There's counseling. There's this 90-day car ride. Come on, y'all. Let's break through. We got this. We're going to pick up some ladies. I know you're not supposed to pick up people, but we're going to pick up ladies on the road that want to just jump in the car because this, oh my goodness. Look, look, my, my fingers couldn't type that fast. I am going to send, oh, actually, if you can send me the steps and we'll post it on the podcast notes where, where our ladies can click and then the notes come up right above the play button and they can um, just see your steps. So I know that that we've got families waiting on us and we have to go. I really don't want to go. This is so good. <laughs> <laughs> what to do with myself right now. Well, um, what we can do is I would love for you to pray us out. But before that, um, where can the ladies contact you? Um, and we also need to um, provide information on your um, your facility and where you are and if they need help. What, what, what would they do, do to reach out? Well, they can visit us at www.harmony. M as in Mary, H as in Harry, B as in boy, S as in Sam.com. So that's www.harmonymhbs.com. The office number is 407-730-3554. You can also email info at harmonymhbs.com. Those are the best ways to uh, reach me. I am extremely stretched, but I have an amazing team that will be able to attend to anyone who uh, wants to reach out to me and meet me or talk with me and process with me. Oh, my goodness. After these podcasts, and we've already talked about you coming back um, 
I said that jokingly, like, do you want to come back? I think the ladies are going to demand that you come back because this was so rich. Thank you for giving us time. You took a little time away from your family. and That um, is great. That's fine. Um, if you would pray us out and if there's any last thoughts that you might have, anything that, that you didn't get to cover, but you really feel like need to be said. Thoughts become things and mm-hmm. fear drives our thoughts. That's why it's so important. Um, we have a responsibility to overcome it and keep it under control and, and uh, be the CEO of our emotions. We got to stop allowing our emotions to take over and we have to just love ourselves love our imperfections. There's a woman that came in and said, I need to be delivered because I still love my husband who hurt me. Mm. Like what, what makes her think that, that she needs deliverance over the agape love that keeps marriages together an agape love that comes from God that you would love unconditionally, even through hurt and through pain, you know, we yes. just have to change our minds. Yes. <laughs> about what we see as imperfections. So God, I just glorify you, Lord, for this this podcast, for this woman of God, for each and every woman who is who is within the sound of my voice. God, we declare and we decree that this is a season of breakthrough. We, Lord God, will no longer say the shift is coming because the shift is here, Father. And we thank you, Lord God, that during this 90 day journey, Father God that businesses would be birthed, Lord God, that fears would be broken, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, that strongholds, Lord God, would be broken, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord God, that women will experience wellness, Lord God, that they will experience joy, that they will experience hope, that they will experience personal responsibility over their destinies, Lord God. We thank you, Father, that purpose, Lord God, is being realized now in the mighty name of Jesus. God, we need you. And Father, we humbly say that you need us, God. And so we equip ourselves with the word, Father, now, and we are thanking you, Lord God, for covering us from the crown of our heads to the very soles of our feet, God. We confess, Father God, our sins to you, Lord God. We confess our shortcomings to you, Lord God. And we thank you, Father, that you, Father, have adopted us. You have justified us. You have redeemed us, Lord God. Oh, God, in the mighty name of Jesus, we just thank you, God. We glorify you, Father, and we give you full access, Lord God. You have limited your sovereignty to make us sovereign, Father. And so we just say, God, have your way. We give you access and we give you full authority in our lives. You are the master puppeteer. So we say, God, have your way. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 This is one of those times where I'm like, no, we got to end it. But lady, (laughs) I will post everything. And um, if you could give the name of your practice one more time. It is Harmony Mental Health and Behavioral Services. Wonderful. So we'll get together and I'll get all the links from you and everything that uh, we need to be able to post. We also have a a Facebook page for our prayer call group I mentioned to you. Um, It's about 200 users on that site. And I just want to post, post, post because you have such a gift. And Minister Shelley, we want to thank you. Thank you so much for having me. God bless you. Awesome. Well, ladies, we love you so much. We are so excited we're on this journey. Tune in again. This podcast should be posted by 10 a.m. on Friday, and it's going to be on fire. So please share it, and we will be back again the next day. Love you. Bye-bye.